for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Welcome, everybody, to another live and amplified livecast. I'm your host, Tom Quiet, and we are back at it again with another amazing podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. We have Bonnie Diamond, based out of L.A., but you're not from L.A., I take it? Correct. Yes. from Originally from South Florida. That's, okay. Those are the roots. Nice. Awesome. Um, so how are things going out in L.A. right now? Things are good. You know, things are kind of like settling down. You know, it's been, it's been a hectic couple of weeks. It's been a, it was a really calm couple of months. Yeah. And then it was a really hectic couple of weeks, and now things are kind of back to being more more normal. It's kind of nice, though, because there's absolutely no traffic, mm-hmm. and so just, like, able to zip over to the beach in, like, half an hour, which is <laughs> just exactly why I came out here, let's be real. Yeah. <laughs> just, just to go to the beach. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I got I got yeah. a few friends that live out in L.A., and they're like, I wish I had somewhere to go, because at least I could enjoy the fact that there's no traffic, and it's like... Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's it's been like really it's been strange, but it's been really nice. Yeah. I hope it stays like that for a while, but we'll see. Well, I mean, it is LA. Well, who knows? Yeah. Uh, but first of all, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Really appreciate it. I'm really thank excited. you so much for having me. Yeah, absolutely. You know, after the fiasco we had two weeks ago or whatever with my computer, it was just like. I had to cancel so many podcasts. It was just like, no, I'm never going to be able to get them all rescheduled, but we're getting there. So I'm really glad Brittany messaged me last night was like, Hey, you have time tomorrow. And it's like, matter of fact, let's put you right here because if I don't, I ain't never going to get you. It's going to be like mid July before we can get you back on. So no, we're good. It was, it was short notice, but uh, to be honest, I'm not really doing much else. So we're good. (laughs) Gotcha. Gotcha. So um, let's kind of, take a step back and start from the beginning. Uh, what originally got you into music, interested in music? Yeah. I mean, you know, like when I was a kid, I used to sing a little bit and uh, I was in like a little, little choir in elementary school. It's no big deal. My parents loved it though. They thought it was adorable. And uh, when I was about 12 years old, I wrote my first song. Um, sort of, I, I, to be honest, looking back, I ripped the melody from another song that I really liked, put my own words to it, but the words were kind of cool. Um, and then I was like, look at me go, I'm a songwriter. And, you know, I, my mom got me into piano lessons, which I'm so, so thankful for because I did not like to practice as a kid, but I did. Um, so, you know, I, I just kind of like got that education in music and like, neither of my parents are talented whatsoever. Uh, so I don't really know where it came from. No, no, musically. Exactly. You know, absolutely. But, uh, so I don't really know where it came from, but, uh, you know, it, um, just loved music I was always listening to music my mom always had music on I sang my heart will go on when I was three years old and it's like my favorite video of myself I was really cute and uh yeah you know after I graduated high school I just I wanted to do it I wanted to do it for real you know I loved music it was an escape but it was also it was like it was a hobby but it was like my favorite thing to do and just listen and listen and enjoy and listen and like critique, but like in the best way. And um, yeah, end up going to school for music. I went to the University of Miami. I went to the Frost School of Music, which was awesome. 
um, had some wonderful experiences there, had some interesting experiences there, came out, you know, a better person because of it, moved out to LA and the rest is history. Nice. And that's in short. I, yeah, absolutely. And so how, how long have you been out in LA at this point? Almost three years. Okay. So I came out here right after I graduated, uh, which was August of 2017. And cool. it still feels like it's been like a day. It's like, yeah. it's great. You know, still love it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's, I, it's been a long while since I've been out to LA. I'd say I haven't been out there since I was like 15. So it's wow. been almost, tw- it's been almost 20 years. Yeah. Um, I just gave my age, you know, but <laughs> it happens. Um, so That's I right. can't imagine how much LA has changed. Right. And it's changing every day. Yeah, Don't kid yourself. Every single day. It's, there's, this new shop is popping up and this old shop is closing down. And, but that's that's why I love it. You know, it's constantly evolving. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Interesting. So you're you're on here because you got or you just released a brand new uh, EP. Yes. Called No Filter. Yep. Uh, so what was kind of the process when you were, when you sat down and was like, okay, I'm ready to work on an EP. Did you specifically write for it? Did you have songs already written? Like what was kind of the process when you were ready to put this EP out? Yeah. So, you know, um, I always say like, first and foremost, I'm a songwriter. Right. And I, but I write all over the place. Like I write in a bunch of different genres because it's fun for me. Um, and, uh, you know, a couple of friends that I was working with, um, weren't necessarily managing me, but, uh, just more or less like kind of giving me outside perspective on my project and, you know, their industry people, you know, they were like, you need to pick a genre and kind of run with it, you know? And so of the 50 or 60 songs that I had in the SoundCloud, we kind of like started to narrow it down to like, you know, five or six that, that we're in a specific lane, um, which was like that pop you know, acoustic, little, you know, with, with a little bit of country undertones because that's the South Florida in me. Yeah. And, um, you know, and, and that was kind of like my most, that was my more comfortable lane, you know, um, just like uh, my, my inspirations and, and all of that stuff. So uh, a lot of the songs, I mean, when I was doing the EP, a lot of the songs were already written. Um, you know, a couple of them were new, like, you know, um, our history. I think I, I, particularly wrote for this project for this EP as like the pop let's let's give it a good upbeat song you know there's a lot of sadness or there's a lot of melancholy here so let's just like drive it a little um but it's interesting because the last song in the album or EP rather uh it's where do you go it's the this you know piano Mm, like driving ballad that's just heart-wrenchingly vulnerable and originally actually I was working with a producer friend of mine who had sent me a track I wrote to the track. It was like this upbeat pop track. Um, and I loved the song so much that I was like, you know what, I'm going to make a, I'm going to make a piano version of this just for, just for fun. It was literally like, I was in the studio for like 13 hours and I was like, it was six in the morning. And I was like, I really want to do this. I really feel, I, I feel really driven to make a piano version of this song. Um, so I did. And then it came out so like good just the, the raw vulnerable aspect of it that um, it was pretty unison when asking people, you know, they were like, this needs to go on the EP. Um, which I feel like in a way just kind of ties it all together. Yeah. 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 But to answer your question, yes. I mean, the songs were kind of slowly just written over time and then just plucked and, and organized and like, 
this makes a story, this makes a sound, this makes a, an image, let's yeah. go, you know? You know, and I, I always really appreciate it when musicians are, when they're putting together an album, they always have like a greater story in mind. Of course. You, you know, because I've definitely yeah. seen some where it's just like, hey, we have 10 songs, let's put an LP out, you know? Yeah, right. And it's like, but this song is like completely different talking about sex drugs and rock and roll and this song's over here talking about something completely different yeah no right cohesion. you know your buddy's there's new corgi no... yeah <laughs> right. so you know it, it i really appreciate it when musicians like actually take time and effort and thought and putting it putting an ep or even an uh, lp or even an ep together with some cohesion so right yeah, but, kind of creating an overall story and an overall yeah. arc. And that's yeah, what it's absolutely. all about. Absolutely. But yeah. uh, before we jumped on here, we were talking about the video for Where Do You Go? Yeah. And, you know, like I was listening or watching it. Li I always say listening for some reason, but it's, it's right. like it's a video. It's, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, yeah, listen uh, and watch it. Yeah, but it, it it's such a great video. It's such a great song. Um. Kind of, what was what kind of inspired the video um how, how is that would you consider that like your first official music video or like I mean you know it's it's interesting because for the video okay you know so so my uh, my manager has this really awesome loft downtown mm -hmm. like just this uh, the, the place is freaking amazing and that's where we filmed it and it was more or less like a hey, we have this really cool space. We've got this gorgeous piano, like the night is young, let's do it. You know, mm -hmm. and, and you know, we got a guy with a really nice camera that I had like just met the week before. I was yeah. like, yo, do you do music videos? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, do you want to come through? And he was like, yeah. And, um, you know, I like, I was wearing like a gray t-shirt. Like it was, it was, it was really lax. It was really laid back. Yeah. And yet like all the other, I mean, like I've, you know, I've done a couple of other music videos before. Okay. Um, and you know, they all go, there's a lot of organization that goes into them and a lot of editing and a lot of location. And we go here and we go there and we change here and we do that. But this one was just so raw, you know, mm -hmm. did like 10 passes, you know, got a bunch of different cool angles, like just kind of wanted, you know, the, the song stands on its own, the song stands by itself. And yeah. I more or less wanted the video to match that in just like portraying the emotion to the best of my ability. Um, you know, and kind of running with like this black and white feel because mm -hmm. that's kind of what the song was is this black and white feel. Um, I like black and white. It's a thing. It's fine. Yeah. But, um, you know, yeah, it's, it's, I have another music video out for the first track that was on the, that's on the EP and that that's repetitive. And um, that was kind of just more like fun, you know, again, like a couple of friends, like, you know, we all got in the car, we went over to Malibu and here yeah. we went there. We were like out in the middle of the street yeah, you know, um, and that was a good time, very, and that kind of very DIY gorilla type. Yeah, pretty much. You know, just like <laughs> let's just like make some pretty things look good. Mm -hmm. um, you know, but yeah, but with where do you go? It was more just like, all right, here we have this like vulnerable, like mm -hmm. heart wrencher, you know, gut puncher of a song. Like, what can we do? Like, we don't want to go over the top of the video. That's mm -hmm. definitely not going to work. You know, yeah. but we don't yeah. want to be too simple of just like me sitting on a stool in front of a black background yeah. you know so it just worked you know the loft the piano the timing yeah. it just it worked 
yeah. and the the rawness of it. Like you brought up the rawness of it. Like you go and watch the video, and the first shot is literally it looks like he's just holding the camera at his side, walking up to the piano, and it's like yeah. not focused in on anything, not showing anything. It's just like this really weird, shaky camera. But you hear the piano in the background, and it's like okay and then he kind of focuses in his shot and it's like dang all right yeah it works it works it's it's you kind of sets it up for all right you're about to hear something and there's no there's no rhyme or reason I mean you know I mean the song itself there's no really rhyme or reason like it was a hard time in life (laughs) and then and then a good song came out of it you know that's that's always the best yeah absolutely absolutely yeah so how so are you working towards like an LP at this point? Are you going to try and turn this no filter EP into some sort of an LP or are you kind of sticking with the EPs? Like what's the plan kind of moving forward? Yeah. I mean, you know, so I have a follow-up single that's going to be coming out uh, beginning, middle of August, have to lock down a date because we kind of want to like really like lock and load and make sure that like we hit the ground running with it. Um, It's a very anthemic it's a very, it's, it's an evolved me, which I'm really, yeah. really happy about. It's like one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. Um, I always feel like kind of big headed for saying that, but um, you know, humbly, it's one of my favorite songs that I've ever written. And um, I produced it myself, which, you know, I mean, I, I, I had a lot of production say and, and did a, honestly a bulk of the production on the EP, but I did have a couple of friends helping me out, you know, and, and kind of tightening things up. But the, this follow-up single, I produced myself, you know, I co-wrote it um, with a friend of mine, Katie, and uh, it was one of those songs that wrote itself. And those are the best, you know, it was, it was two hours of talking and a half an hour of writing. And then we had, you know, a hit. Um, Well, I, hopefully it's a hit. But, um, but yeah, so that's going to be coming out really, really pumped for that. And then, you know, truth be told, I was just organizing things the other day and and just kind of like a bunch of new songs that I've written and and been working on and got about 11 solid songs that I would love to make an LP out of. Um, and I've got an idea, I've got a concept, you know, um, but we'll see, we'll see, you know, cause I don't want to, I don't want to uh, jump the gun on, on an LP, you know, I would yeah. rather maybe come out with another EP, maybe drop another couple of singles first and then kind of follow up with my first LP. Like when, when I know that it can really, really like drive it home, you know? Yeah. And yeah. plus you want to let this EP kind of live for a little bit, let it do its Absolutely. thing. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. How long's how long's this EP been out? It's not been out that long, has it? No, I think, uh, see it came out wow i don't remember the date i want to say like didn't it come out like mid-march beginning of april okay so like right around the beginning of the pandemic pretty much yeah generally speaking yeah Yeah. you know i was like people need music it's fine (laughs) you know was there kind of going back on that was there any concern of not releasing the out or the ep were you was that ever a thought that came to mind or was it one of those things where it's like okay, we've got it recorded, we've got it ready, Let, let's put it out there. Yeah, I mean, you know, the truth is, is that it had been recorded, okay, you know, we had mixed and mastered and finalized tracks. I, you know, the whole thing has been finalized since like November, December of last year. Okay. Yeah. Um, and, you know, we had this whole like plan, decided to do single by single. I, actually, things started, 
I mean, my, the first single off the EP actually released almost a year ago, which was July. Yeah. So we did single by single. We released five of the six of, as singles um, to kind of let them have their own space and live by themselves. Because, you know, I'm a new artist, right? Yeah. Like you don't just throw an EP at the wall and see what sticks you. You try to like, yeah. you know, ease your way into it and let each song kind of have its, have its day in the sun. Yeah. Um, and then finally, it was just like, listen, we've got this EP, it's time, like, let's let, let's let it out. Let's see what happens, um, you know, and just kind of like, truth be told, like, releasing music, <laughs> this is gonna sound extreme, but releasing music is like having a baby. There's yeah. never really a right time. You just gotta do it, you yeah. know, you just gotta do it and hope it works. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that's just kind of, you know, yeah. how it happened. But the 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 single route is the one that's like really interesting to me because I I remember when I was growing up it was always the albums it was always the LPs that people were pushing you get like that one single teaser it's like oh hey we you got so and so's new song that'll be on his upcoming album or whatever right. you know whatever but now it's like because of the distribution platforms, Spotify, iTunes, you know, just everything that's out there, the singles work so much better. Cause it's like, yeah. it, because of how the algorithms work, you release one song, it starts gaining traction. And then as it starts to teeter off, you release the second one. Absolutely. And you, you, and you just kind of have to be able to build off the success of the last song. Right, you know, and right, and each song gets like its own Spotify for artists mm -hmm. submission, you know what I yep. mean? So you don't have to like make Sophie's Choice there when you're releasing the EP and like, which song am I going to pitch? Yep. You know, like you get to, you can pitch each one individually. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean, with the ecosystem of how streaming is, singles are just, like an EP is, to me, kind of basically like going off of what we were saying before, like an EP is like, here are some songs that I wrote and here's exactly how they were written. Here is exactly like in the order that they were written and what story wants to be told through them. And like, we're going to structure them so right as to like create a story arc. And like, mm -hmm. here it is in a, you know, in a package with a bow on top, like top to bottom this has been my life for the past year and a half or two years, right? Yeah. That's like, you know, when I hear Ed Sheeran's album, when I hear Taylor Swift's albums, when I hear Katie's albums, it's like, where have you been for the past two years? Here, top yeah. to bottom, here's what's been going on, you know? But uh, but with singles, you know, they can kind of live by themselves, yeah. which is cool, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, who are you listening to right now that you're kind of drawing influences from? Um, I listen to a lot of Dermot Kennedy. He's like man that guy is so poetic it like makes me so happy um constantly like, I'm always listening to 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 Ed uh I'm a big Swifty I think she's a brilliant songwriter I absolutely love it um you know so yeah I, I mean I can always I can always go for the the Lover album the Reputation album the hell 1989 and uh you know like the Without Fear album by by Dermot is, is such a beautiful piece of art too and uh recently just kind of been having uh sam hunt's new album on repeat yeah. which is super fun i mean it's just kind of like a different uh like a different lane of things again going back to my my southern roots yeah. i mean they're not really that southern but still <laughs> but yeah that's that's generally you know i love listening to just like pop music i love listening to like some iron and wine i'm kind of all over the place i got you you, <laughs> you know, know you brought up ed sheeran and it's like mm -hmm. 
he's such an interesting musician because it's like yeah his ability to evolve and kind of from one project to the next you never really know what it's going to be right because like you got one album it's like a straight up acoustic album and then the next album is like a straight up pop album with a lot of different influences and then uh what's his most recent one like project number six or yeah right whatever. exactly it was just like a shit ton of collaborations it's yeah, amazing and, it, and it's just like yo what's going on right now and then you then you see him just kind of like randomly on random radio stations doing interviews it's like okay cool you know yeah so, absolutely no it's, it's great and like he'll he'll like release an album and you know he writes so much you know like i mean i absolutely he's one of my biggest influences and you can hear it well i hope you can hear it in the in the music but um like he writes like 200 songs a year like he literally writes almost a song a day like and then you know and and he'll he'll release them like he, a, a couple of years ago he literally just released like five eps like out of nowhere he just dropped them on spotify and was like hey had all these songs in my back pocket they never made any of the albums but here and it was great i was like this is amazing like nice. oh it's it's the best that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. So um, right now, what are you kind of doing since everybody's got a little bit more free time on their hands because nobody's going anywhere or doing anything? Pretty much. Um, Pretty much. Yeah. What are you kind of doing right now to um, stretch yourself, challenge yourself musically, I guess? Yeah. So I've been doing a lot of producing, mm -hmm. a lot of producing, right? Just kind of building tracks, building tracks around songs listening for a lot of production elements um practicing a lot of guitar like electric i want to get better at electric you know i when we came into this quarantine i was like i'm coming out with a new skill it's happening i don't know what it's going to be but it's going to be great yeah um and uh been actually working on like uh just like a side project which is like you know just kind of like some some sync stuff because yeah. you know sync sync music is, is very interesting and it and it's kind of like in a lane of its own um, so just kind of been challenging myself and just like playing around with some other genres, um, different production styles that I probably like wouldn't have really like tended to, um, writing a bunch, uh, fighting with my, my, you know, I call it creative constipation. You know, sometimes I get a little writer's block, yeah. um, you know, and, uh, you know, also trying to just like build my, build my network, just like online virtually and and um just kind of like reach out to people and you know be like hey like you're quarantined I'm quarantined we're not doing anything I know you don't know me but you want to write like you know what yeah. I mean just kind of like <laughs> throw caution to the wind see what, see what, see what yeah. sticks you know yeah. um, and I mean right now that's the time to do it like right. just you know I I did almost something very similar about a week or so ago I was just like trying to find bigger names to kind of get on the podcast to kind of try and break through like I kind of feel like we're stuck a little bit right now like at a certain level as far as like viewership and stuff goes and it's like all right well let me see if I can reach out to like these people that I've listened to my entire life and just see if somebody says hey yeah I'll jump on for a half hour 20 minutes yeah. you know whatever it is and I just randomly I was like I, I was watching uh, this video that was like a compilation of all the voice winners and like right. so all their blind auditions. So it was like all their blind auditions and it was like up to season 15. Right. And Sawyer Fredericks popped up and I'm like, 
I remember watching him. He was really good. Let me go to his Instagram and message him. And then the next day, he was, I saw him like kind of trolling through my uh, uh, Instagram story because you know how it shows you like whoever's been watching. And I'm like, okay. Like, I mean, he didn't message me, but he at least was. But he got the message. Yeah, he got it. You know, you never know. You never know. You never know like who bites, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, so one of the things that we like to do on live and amplified is kind of try and pass down as much knowledge as we can to younger musicians. Um, so in general, what advice do you have for younger musicians that are maybe just getting started or want to take that next step in their music career? One of the things that I've learned is that, uh, you have to learn who there's, there's, you have to learn to play well with others. Right. And it's not just you, it's other people as well. Kind of like other people, your peers and your friends and people who are objectively speaking better than you or more have, have had more success for you, like than you, like reach out to them, like befriend them, work with them. Like you will better yourself and you will better your songwriting and you will become a better musician and a better person and a more knowledge person the more people you work with because people have ideas that you never would have thought of. And it makes mm-hmm. you think outside of the box and changes your style a little bit and just kind of pushes you to be better. Um, but also keep your wits about you. You know, there are going to be people who come along and may find you as a threat or may, you know, not just not be a fan and they'll try to knock you down and they'll try to tell you what you're doing is not right. And they'll try to tell you that your song's too long and wordy, true story. And yeah. they'll try to tell <laughs> you that, um you know that you need to jump out of the four chord progression you need to do what is true to you you need to be true to you you need to run with it you know and you need to gravitate toward the people who want to help there are people there are people who want to help you and there are people that you're going to want to help and it's just about finding your friends and you know i'm a firm believer in like keep your friends close and your enemies closer but at the same time keep your friends close and whoever like you know is not a friend like they can just delete their contact and, and move on. You know what I yeah. mean? Like at, at the end of the day, like music is whatever you want it to be. You just got to be true to yourself and you have to express yourself. And, and that's what it is. It's a form of expression. It's a, I'm going to get like really LA hippie here. Bear with me. But like, it's a vibration. Yeah. It really is. Like music is a vibration. It, it appeals to the, to the soul. Oh my God. That's the most hippie thing I've ever said in my entire <laughs> life. oh but it does it's true it's true you know I mean there's there's honestly if it makes you happy if it makes you smile then it can't be bad and you just got to go with it that would be my greatest advice awesome that was perfect (laughs) even the even the whole hippie hippie (laughs) that is still perfect oh but you you know it, it it just kind of to build off that a little bit it's it's really about because you you brought up a very close phrase that i live by which is keep your friends close enemies closer it's closer right which is a motto that i've followed for a really long time and it's more of just trying not to burn any contacts because i've definitely been in some situations where it's like i've burnt the contact and it came back to bite me and it's like oh yeah you know, and it's like, oh, it happens to all of us, <laughs> yeah. you know, and you, you find out like, oh, hey, they're working with so and so. It's like, man, I've been trying to get this guy on my podcast for a really long time. 
right try and reach out to them and it's like man who are you you know yeah one of those things right it's just like try and keep your contacts clean yeah absolutely and it's it's more or less just like listen be kind be yourself be the bigger person you know but I, I guess when it comes to music and songwriting and creative, creatively particularly, because that's generally speaking like more what I'm referring to because no one, you know, music is such a subjective thing. No one can tell you you're doing it wrong. People can make recommendations on, on maybe like, hey, like maybe you could spice up this line a little bit by doing this. But like if anybody comes at you and it's like, mm, your song is only the part, you know, it's just, you don't need it, don't listen. If it makes you smile, if it makes you happy, if it's your truth, and if it's what you want to express, it's never wrong. Yeah. That's generally speaking what I mean. Yeah, you know? Yeah, that's, that's yeah. great. Um, so when you're not playing music, what are you doing? What do you? Yeah, I go to the gym a lot. Well, I used to go to the gym before COVID, yeah. but uh, I love going to the gym. You know, I try to be as physically healthy as possible. Mm-hmm. Nope, there goes English is not my first language. <laughs> Just kidding. But um yeah, I I, uh, I like going to the gym. I like working out. Uh, I also like eating, which is why I go to the gym and work out. <laughs> um, I love watching movies, and uh, I love going to Disney. Disney yeah. is that's my go-to place. That is just again before COVID. Yeah. Before yeah. COVID, it's just the it's the best, you know. And uh, taking my dog, going to the beach, you know, anything to to decompress and and just. Yeah. distract you from the outside world, you know, and just kind of give you this sense of like me personally, I love to always have a sense of like accomplishment, right? Like mm-hmm. I did something, right? So when I go to the gym and I'm feeling really sore, I know I did something. I did something yeah. to better myself. I did something, you know, when I go to Disney and I walk around for 10 hours, I did something. I went mm-hmm. on rides. Like I had a, a laugh and I took a picture with Mickey. Like that, I did something, you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. that's just, uh, that's, that's, that's where yes. I am. That's what I do. Yeah. When I was living in Orlando, Disney World was my favorite place to go. So, oh, absolutely. I, I totally, yeah. You had that annual pass? No, I worked oh. there. So, <laughs> okay, so so you did. I had an annual pass mm-hmm. by proxy. Yeah. Uh, so, absolutely. yeah, it, it. You know, I went so often working there. It was just like I had to take like a ten-year break from going there after a while because it was just like. I, so it's like I went there like three times a week for six months straight and it was just yeah. like the best six months ever and then like a year later I go with my parents and I'm like wait I've done all this already what am I doing <laughs> why did I just pay a hundred and whatever dollars to get right. in here right and, and so that happened and then it was just like all right I'm gonna take a break for a while and now it's finally getting to that point where it's like okay they've got some new stuff in there I can go experience and have a completely fresh time so definitely now I have a couple of friends who work uh who work for Disney and you know whenever they're not blocked out they they can get me in and which is always great but then it's hard to justify like paying admission whenever I want to go you know what I mean because it's like I can get in for free it's like I'm fortunate in that area but uh but yeah, you know, Disney, Disney's kind of, okay. Disney's kind of like music, right? You yeah. can work for Disney and still enjoy Disney just yeah. as much. Yeah. The way you can work for, like work in music and you can be a musician, but still like when you listen to music, you can enjoy it just as much. Yeah. You know what I mean? You never yeah. like get sick of it. At least yeah. I never did. Yeah. But, no. I, I mean, yeah. I didn't get sick of going to Disney for six months. Like that's <laughs> what we did. It was just like, with the people that I hung out with, it was like, hey, we're going to this park today. You want to go? Yeah. 
it, literally it's oh yeah. my god yeah 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 when i was at miami uh i had an annual pass and was literally up there every other week it yeah. was great yeah and it was best when uh somebody's family would come through because it would be like all right so we get to start the entire thing over again let's exactly you know, it was like exactly. every, other, every other week somebody's family was coming through and it was like start it over again like let's go <laughs> so yeah no it's the best yeah absolutely it's my happy but, place um so what's uh what do you have any shows on the schedule that might get a chance to get played or are you kind of pretty much not booked at all no not right now i mean you know um i was playing a bit you know just in the la scene um you know doing a couple of so far sounds and all of that fun stuff uh and then after the first of the year i had actually kind of like slowed down a little bit i just hadn't like you know everyone goes home yeah. for christmas and everyone live see the live music more or less starts to dwindle down around thanksgiving because people are moving around people are going on vacations and then yeah. uh, it starts back up after the rest of the year and then i kind of didn't really start back up after the first of the year and then covid happened my motto these days is just blame it on covid you know what yeah. i mean like <laughs> um but uh but yeah you know i've heard a lot of mixed things about the live music scene i've heard that it's not really going to be coming back until like the beginning of next year i've heard yeah. a couple of months i've heard it just depends and yeah. um you know but when it starts to come back definitely like slowly but surely gonna like start stacking up that schedule because i very much miss it yeah. very much miss it yeah i'm waiting for i'm waiting for that video to pop up on youtube of like ed sheeran just popping up in a random small bar just to play a set you know just exactly like ju just to do something i know yeah. i mean you know people who play live it's it's like it's like it's it's just a whole nother aspect of the the job the career the the want you know what i mean like there's that there's just that aspect of like bringing the song to life you know and like and and doing it and and completely and totally messing up the words but like writing it you know it's just yeah like i definitely it's definitely very much missed but yeah. uh but yeah it'll get there yeah and, absolutely absolutely yeah. um so uh, first of all, I want to thank you so much for giving us the time to sit down and chat. Really appreciate absolutely. it. Absolutely, and thank you for uh, having me again. Yeah, ab absolutely. You know, it's I was glad. I'm glad we were able to get this rescheduled, and then it, you know, just like computers, you just never know anymore. Like, oh, yes of course. Yesterday, I was doing a live stream in the morning, and my internet started acting funky, and I was just like, all right, I'm kind of at a point where I could start wrapping this up, and I wrapped it up. And as soon as I hit end, my entire internet went out. Your internet like, just like cut out. I'm like, all right. And so that I just start calling the internet provider and they're like, yeah, you got an outage in your area. And I'm like, is it spectrum? Yep. There you go. It yep. happens. It, yep. happens. it happens. They're great until that happens. Yeah. No. And, and the other day I literally couldn't make a phone call because the whole T-Mobile Yep. system was like down yep. i was like dad i'm trying to call you is everything okay <laughs> and he was like yeah apparently t-mobile's down like you know and then i have to facetime people it yeah. it's Good funny because i got a text message from my mom she was like hey just so you know t-mobile's down and then like it sends like six hours later and i responded and i was like yeah i kind of figured and she was like wait did you just get that i sent it like <laughs> six hours ago and i'm like well, you said T-Mobile was down, so yeah, clearly. So clearly, it didn't come through. Yeah. Oh man, but it was but, it was bad. I was yeah. like, 
my phone's a piece of crap, you know, but it wasn't my phone, which was nice. It's nice to know that it wasn't my phone, but. Well, I mean, I didn't really notice initially because where I live, I live like down in the bottom of a ravine. Right. So it like my signal down here isn't that great anyway. So the fact that I couldn't call through, it was just like, oh, it's just another day. Yeah, it's just one of those days. Right. And so then once I moved out to the back where I could get a little bit of a clearer signal and it didn't go through and I'm like, oh, something else is going on here. Yeah. You know, but technology, what are you going to do? Absolutely. So um, every podcast, we wrap it up with one question, one very specific question. Why music? (laughs) Hmm. Because I, there's a lot of things going on in the background of my apartment. Give me, okay, why music? Why not? Because it's, because it is, okay. It's the universal language. Oh God, I sound like a hippie again, but it is, (laughs) but it is, you know, it is, it's a universal language. Anybody, anywhere can enjoy it equally. And it's a distraction. It's the ultimate distraction of the outside world. You're having a bad day. You listen to If It Makes You Happy by Sheryl Crow and you will smile. Mm -hmm. And if you're having a great day and you listen to Supermarket Flowers by Ed Sheeran, you will cry like a baby. And there's just so much power behind it. And it has so much influence. And if if I can break into that and if I can ride that, I mean, that's just, that is the dream, you know? So yeah, absolutely. Why not? It's the end end of the story. (laughs) I mean, even why not? That's like a perfectly valid response. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, (laughs) So where can everybody find you online, social media, new single or new EP? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, New EP is everywhere. It is on Spotify. It is on Apple music. It is hashtag no filter, right? Because I have no filter when I speak is what it meant. You know, uh, I thought it was clever at the time. I still like it, but um, yeah. And uh, socials, you know, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Instagram. My Instagram is really fun. It is diamond in the ruffle, D-Y-M-O-N-D-I-N-T-H-E-R-U-F-F-L-E because diamond in the rough was taken. So I went with diamond in the ruffle because that's my last name. And uh and that's, you know, that's, that's, that's all she wrote. I also have a website. You can check me out, bonniediamond.com. And uh, there are all the, all the fun links are there too. And uh, yeah, I'm there. I'm online. Just plug me into Google. You'll see. Awesome. And make sure yeah. you go check out the, where do you go music video? It's amazing. Yeah, that's a good time. I, I can't say, I can't say enough about it. Um, so once again, thank you so much. Really appreciate the time. Uh, you know, thank you for having me. Anything you ever need, feel free to hit us up. We're, we're always here for the, we're always here for the artists is our mantra. Actually, no, our mantra is musicians first industry last, but that doesn't roll off the tongue. So, (laughs) um, well, if you ever need some hippie advice, you call me. Gotcha. Appreciate yeah. it. But uh, once again, thank you so much. I really appreciate the time. Thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll catch you guys later.